Welcome to the Lifehouse Podcast. Our aim is that together we can love God, love others as we walk each step with Christ. We hope you find this message practical, encouraging and life-giving. Be blessed. Uh, we are in the middle of our vision series. We're actually coming to the end of our vision series and Pastor Josh um, as mentioned, is going to be wrapping it up next week, which is super exciting. But I know our pastors so well, and they would be watching online in the Gold Coast as we speak. So what I thought we'd do is why don't we just give it up for our incredible lead pastors who lead us so well. We love you guys. Um, and I am really excited about this morning because I really believe that uh, Jesus is going to do something amazing in our hearts this morning, and I really feel that there's going to be a shift in our church, in our departments, if you're in a different department in our church, uh, in our families, in our households, in our work environments. What I really believe is that the word beyond is not just going to be a cool catchphrase that we say or a cool slide, which it does look amazing. It actually looks really cool this morning. Um, but I don't actually think that our vision series is just a word. I think it's actually a specific word for you, a specific word for our church, a specific word for us as individuals. And I had this thought. So last week, Pastor Richard Green was here. And as he was here, I had this thought. I kind of um, had this sentence pop into my heart. Uh, and it was, in order to see something beyond we normally see, we need to go somewhere we don't normally go. In order to believe and see things that we don't normally see, we actually have to go somewhere we don't usually go. And I thought a way that we can illustrate this is who has been to the Big Lobster before? You live right next to it. You did live right next to it. How was it? It was huge. <laughs> In fact, I think it's called the Big Lobster for that reason. It's called Larry, okay, Larry the Lobster, right? If I was to be like, you know what, I want to see Larry the Lobster right now, it's not going to happen because he's not here because I'm not there. Does this kind of make sense? In order to see something that we don't normally see, we actually have to go somewhere we don't normally go in order to see the thing that we want to see. So this morning, uh, I'm bringing a word on dreaming this morning, if, if you're with me. So I want to go to our vision verse which is Ephesians 3.20, which is super exciting. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask, think, or imagine according to his power that is in work with us. Now I love it in the Amplified Bible, and so does that child over there. He's getting real lit for the Bible this morning. Yeah. He literally, she is like, yeah, the Bible. Here we go. This is in the Amplified Version. Are you ready for this? Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, super abundantly, more than all we can ask, dare, think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. I'm talking about dreaming beyond this morning. And before I get into the word, one of the things that I really specifically felt about this morning is that I know that I'm not alone up here saying, I don't want to just talk about going beyond. I don't want to just hear about how somebody else has gone beyond. I don't want to just hear all these stories about how God's going beyond in the past or in other places or in other families or in other churches. I actually want to encounter God going beyond this morning in my life, in our church. And who's believing that with me this morning? So what I wanted to do 
is with that sentence that was in my heart from last week, in order to see something that is different to what we're usually seeing, we actually have to go somewhere physically different. What I wanted to do to open up the message this morning, because it is our vision series, I really feel like the Holy Spirit wants to shift some things up this morning. And what I'm believing is that if I can just have everyone's eyes closed right now before I even get into the Word, you know, you might have come into church this morning and you might have been here for months, years. It might be your first time in church. And there might have been something that you've walked in here with. And it seems like every time you come into church, you have a good time. You hear more about God. You're growing more. Maybe you're a part of some of our life homes and, and you're hearing all of this stuff about how Jesus is doing amazing things and, and we're serving him and as we lift him up in worship. But maybe you've come in this morning and there is something in your life that you're saying, you know what, I just need a breakthrough. I just need God to go beyond in my life. You know, maybe you're here and there's some financial stresses or there's some gear going on with your family or there's some work situations that are a bit uh, uncertain. And maybe you're coming in this morning and you're saying, you know what, I'm actually coming to the end of myself right now, and I don't know if I can continue anymore with all this gear that's happening in my life. I just need a touch from heaven. I just need a breakthrough. And before I even get into the word, can I just ask, if you're bold enough, with no one looking around, everybody's eyes closed, would you just lift your hand up to heaven? If you're saying, you know, I've come in here and I'm needing a breakthrough, come on, amen. You're saying, Lord, I I need something that's going to go beyond in my life because there's situations that are beyond me. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to pray and I'm going to ask God to speak into these situations as I'm talking this morning. I'm really believing that we're going to encounter God going beyond in our lives. Amen. Lord, I thank you for everyone that's reaching out to you. God, I thank you that you see them. Lord, I thank you that you know them. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus for for that sentence that you responded that you are, I am. That you are not what we want sometimes, but you're what we need. And God, I pray that if there is someone here that's needing provision, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, let you be a provider in their situation right now. Lord God, I pray for people that are experiencing stress and anxiety. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, would you let there be peace come into this church, come into our hearts right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we lay everything down at the foot of the cross right now. And Lord, we ask you to speak to us in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. Amen. Come on, everybody said? Amen. Amen. Guys, that baby is louder than all of you right now. Come on, we can get a bit excited. Hey? All right. Dream beyond. If you're taking notes, I want you to write down dream beyond. Now, the best part about dreaming when it comes to the kingdom, when it comes to God, and I find this super amazing, is that there's an age limit, is that you need to have a specific job, You've had to go to church for X amount of years, and that's amazing. That's how we have a God dream. It's about how old we are. It's about how high our arms stretch out in worship. It's about all these things. It's absolutely not. In Acts 2, verse 17, it says, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people, on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. I love that when it comes to dreaming for the kingdom of God, for desiring after the things of heaven, there is no age limit. Come on, there is no job specification. 
There isn't a list of things that you've had to do right in order to believe things over your life, over your family. Come on, over your department if you're in church and you're serving. I love that our God wants us to dream big things for Him if we're chasing after Him. Now, when we come into a room like this and we hear that the message is about dreams, we can have one of two minds. One of the minds can be, oh, this is going to be one of those, oh, just chase your dreams. Oh, just follow your dreams. Oh, oh, you you, want to see something amazing happen? Well, bam, God is Oprah and He's going to make it happen. Well, God is not Oprah. Who knew that? Some people are writing that down. God is not Oprah, man. This guy is a teacher. He's, what is going on? But the message this morning is not about chasing our dreams. It's about chasing our Savior in order to seek revelation for our lives. Come on, I want to be a church that doesn't just chase dreams or chase things that we want, but chase after our Savior, Jesus Christ. The closer we get to Him, it actually says in the Word that as we draw near to Him, He draws near to us. We're not chasing dreams this morning. Can I get an amen? We don't chase dreams. I've got two points for my message. And the first point is this. God wants to awaken dreams. In this room, watching online, if you share it on Facebook after, God wants to awaken some dreams. Now, I'm really well aware that in this room, or if you're watching online, that there might be some people here that have had a certain thing that they're believing for over their life for years and years and years and years, and it hasn't happened, or they've had a dream in their heart that they've wanted to see, and it hasn't happened, and they've let that dream go to rest. Or maybe there's some people here that are living off of secondhand dreams or secondhand smoke. Who knows that secondhand smoke is sometimes more deadly than actually inhaling it yourself? Is that true? Who knows? Oh, it is true. Well, that's even better for my point right now. Living off of somebody else's revelation is actually worse for you. And I think that there's some people here that have to seek the face of God this morning to actually be awoken and say, you know what, God, there's some things that I was believing for in the past and I've let them go to the side a little bit and I've laid them to rest because I haven't seen it. But Lord, this morning, I want to dream again. I actually want to have revelation for my life again. And I'm believing that in the name of Jesus that we are going to dream beyond. I love that where God is taking our church, He's taking it beyond. And we've gone through a couple series. We've gone asking beyond, thinking beyond, seeing beyond, and this morning dreaming beyond. But when I was reflecting on this word, this is the thing that stood out to me. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask, think, or imagine, that to me I went, well, what's the point of asking, thinking, or imagining then if he's going to do different stuff anyway? What's the point? I don't understand. But hopefully this morning, that as we let God awaken our dreams, that we'll receive something from Him. Here we go. So when I was talking about the qualifications you need to dream big things for God, is it's not about your age, it's not about your income, about your super contribution or whatever it's called. Um, There's actually no rules or regulations to having a revelation that you're seeking from God. There's no rules or regulations around that. In fact, oh my gosh, holy help me right now. In fact, one of the things that inspires me the most is seeing someone who's retired and they've held on to a dream 
They've sought after a revelation and they've been through all of life's up and downs. And at the end, and, and in their old age, they are still holding on to the God dream that, that, that's been placed in their heart, the desires of heaven, the revelation that they've sought after. Nothing inspires me more than someone that's seen basically everything, but still chooses to focus on Him, still chooses to focus on God. I'm believing that dreams are going to be awoken in this place. Alan, if I can get you up, please. I've just got a little illustration with Alan. Who loves Alan? Come on, let's give it up for Alan. Showtime. That's what he's saying. He's like, this is, this is my moment. It's showtime. So, Alan, if I can just get you to stand right here, right there. Let's give it up for Alan one more time, everybody. <clears throat> get this down if you're writing notes. If we want to dream beyond, we need to understand that our dreams are not the destination. Like I said at the start, we don't chase the dream. We chase our Savior, who then gives us revelation. But I feel like what can happen is we can come into this mindset where we're almost, when we get a dream from God or when we're believing something over our life or when we are praying for something like all the time or when we're really seeking the face of God and we've got this dream for our life, what I've seen so many times is we actually stop at that dream and just expect it to happen. And my message this morning is not about how to dream for God. It's actually how, how God wants to go beyond our dreams, right? The dream is not the destination. And a lot of us can go, you know what? I've got a, a dream for this year. One of the things that I want to see over my life, one of the things that I'm believing over my life is I'm going to have a partner this year, is I'm going to find my true love this year. And, and then we almost like stop at that destination of the dream that we want. But what if this morning God is saying, okay, it's awesome that you're dreaming and that you're believing for these things to happen in your life, but how about you start with being nice to people? How about you start with actually being open and available for people that you don't usually talk to? Or maybe this morning one of your aims or one of your dreams or one of your ambitions or one of the things you're believing for is to preach. And maybe this morning God is saying, okay, it's awesome to dream that, but don't stop and don't make that your destination because I've given you a voice right now. I've given you people at work right now. Or maybe, maybe you're dreaming and the thing that you're believing for over your life and maybe for a couple years is that your family will have restoration and that there will be a peace for your family and that there will be a unity in your family. But this morning, what if God is saying, okay, that's amazing to be believing and to be pressing in and to be dreaming for that, but please don't stop there because what if there's conversation I want you to have with your kids that you haven't had yet? What if there's something that you can do for your family that you haven't had yet? And what happens is when we look at our dreams for this year and when we look at the things that we want to see, we go, okay, God, I'm praying for this to happen. I'm declaring for this to happen. Oh, this is my dream for this year. And this is what happens. If our destination is our dream, we will never get there. We will never see God go beyond with the things that we're believing for in our life. Our destination always needs to be Christ. Getting us closer to Him or getting others closer to Jesus. If our dream, if the thing we're believing for in our year is not to first be centered with Christ or to see others centered with Christ then this is what happens. Let's imagine that Alan 
is Jesus. <laughs> oh, no way. Let's say Alan's Jesus, right? And this is what I believe can happen in our life. We can hear a message like this, or we can get a vision. We, we can go to church. We can do all that sort of gear. We can be in worship. We can be seeking God. And this is what we can turn into sometimes. Oh, I'm praying about it. Oh, no, no, no. no. I know I haven't seen God deliver my family from this stuff, but I'm declaring it. I'm, I'm believing for it. I'm, I'm dreaming about it. Oh, I'm dreaming about it. Oh, you know that breakthrough that I asked for a couple of years ago? No, no, I'm still praying for it. I'm still dreaming for it. Oh, the stuff that I wanted to see in my life, yeah, yeah, I'm still, I'm still praying for it. I'm still dreaming for it. I'm still digging in. I'm still declaring. I'm still dreaming. But what tends to happen is that we can actually lose sight of the center that we actually need to go to. And what happens is when we dream and we get so obsessed with the dream and the thing that God has given us, we can actually stay put in the dream and then we realize that we've actually forgot that Jesus still wants to use us to actually accomplish what we want to see happen. Can I tell you that dreams aren't just going to happen and fall out of the sky and the things that you're believing for is just going to happen. We need to be focused on Christ. I feel like a lot of us can dream and be so me-centric and this is what I want to see, but we actually need to fix our gaze this morning and realize that the closer that we get to Jesus, the closer we get to seeing our dreams go beyond into the things that we want to see. Let's give it up for Alan right now. You can take your seat. Here's another thing. So I'm married, right? And one of the things that I love about being married is um, sleeping with my wife. Well, like, whoa. So, <laughs> so hold up. <laughs> I met, like, legitimately, like, sleeping. The other stuff is sick, but, I mean, like, legitimately, like, like oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, it's getting hot up here. <laughs> One of the things that I love is just legitimately sleeping with my wife, next to her. Um, and <laughs> yes. <laughs> and one of the things that I've realized about Holly is she does this thing where she's like, oh, you know that normal thing that people do? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something completely different. I'm going to do some weird stuff. So you know how a lot of people can sleep talk? Put, put your hand up if you sleep talk. Put, put your hand up if you're next to someone who sleep talks. How about sleep walks? Who slept walked before? Put your hand up if you sit next to someone that slept walked before. This isn't a part of what I'm saying, but this one time my mum told me that she walked into my room when I was a little kid, and I was like on the wall like this. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like, How, what would I have been dreaming about? Anyway, so Holly does this thing. She doesn't sleep talk. She doesn't sleep walk, but she sleep headbutts. So I'm being sleep assaulted. Um, but honestly, this has only happened three times. No big deal. Just three times. It even got real bad one time when we woke up and there was blood on the pillow. And Holly's like, what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I looked in the mirror and there's like blood coming out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you beat me up last night. Um, you actually assaulted me. 
And then I swear the last time, I swear I had like a minor concussion. It was just like so peaceful and then BAM! It's like, <laughs> did I forget to do the dishes or something? I'm not too sure. I love you. And you're probably like, why does he enjoy sleeping next to her then if it's, you know, a life or death situation here? Uh, <laughs> nah, it's honestly amazing. Literally just happened three times. Hopefully it doesn't happen again. Be gone in the name of Jesus. Here we go. So I want you to just focus on this though, right? Have you ever wondered why you externally react to things that are happening internally? Have you ever wondered? One of the things that I believe about if we can just get things back on track to, to dreaming beyond, an internal dream goes beyond when it reacts with your external reality. Let me just say that one more time. An internal dream goes beyond when it reacts with your in, it, external reality. I don't know what Holly was dreaming about. I don't want to know what Holly was dreaming about. But there was something that was happening inside of her that was causing the outside of her to have movements that she wasn't aware of, that she didn't understand, that she didn't even know was happening. Here's how I think we decipher if we are following after God with the things that we're declaring over our lives. Here it is. If you have a dream to see something happen over your life this year, happen over your work, over your family, over a health situation, if there is a dream that you're declaring, and if it is from God, then I believe that there is an external reaction to what is happening on the inside of us. Let me explain. If our dream is to see people set free, and, and our dream, and, and we're giving to missions, and, and we're doing all these amazing things, and we have this dream to see X amount of people come into our church, or, or to see a promotion happen so we can give more money away to charities and that sort of thing, then what I believe is that if we have an inter internal desire, an internal dream, then something actually starts to shift on the outside of us and we start to live like we are following after what God wants for our dream. Let's say this, maybe the dream is that I want to see people receive uh, like food and, and healthcare and stuff. So I'm going to be giving to, to all of these, these projects. I think that that is a great example of you're externally following a dream that you have in your heart. Maybe there's a dream that, that, like I said at the start, you want to see some restoration with families. You know, some families, and you're believing, and you have a dream to see restoration. Well, then you're going to start with your family, and there's an external reaction to what is happening on the inside. Here's the other thing. It can go both ways. We can sometimes dream for ourselves, and nothing changes on the outside. Our conversations are the same. The way that we're living is the same. Nothing is shifting on the external because what we want in the eternal is just for us. But I believe that what this scripture is saying about imagining and going beyond what we can think, dream, or imagine, then if we're dreaming stuff for God, then something's going to change on the outside of us and we're actually going to get up and do something for God as well. I believe that we don't serve a passive God, but we serve a God that says, hey, you know what? You've got this that you want to see. You've got this that you're declaring. You've got this that you're dreaming for this year. Well, hey, I'm actually going to come alongside of you and we're going to see some fruit right now in the name of Jesus. I believe that someone that has a God dream has God fruit. They've got fruit in their relationships. They've got fruit with the way that they conduct themselves. An internal dream goes beyond when it reacts with your external reality. 
God wants to awaken some dreams this morning. Point number two, God wants you to align your dreams. Galatians 2.20 says this, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I've got another sentence here if you want to write this down. When we align our dreams with Jesus, we no longer get anchored to our flesh because the Spirit lives in us. In other words, you align with what you are anchored to. You align with what you are anchored to. I'm going to say that scripture one more time. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I've got this other verse that explains it in an amazing way. Here we go. Romans 8 verse 7. Romans 8 verse 7. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. I love that this verse in Galatians is basically saying, hey, you know what? Once I've allowed Jesus to come into my life, it's actually, you know what? I actually don't want to be anchored to my flesh anymore. I don't actually want to go after the desires of my flesh anymore, but I actually want to start seeking the things of God. I actually want to start seeking the things that he has because he's actually placed his spirit within me. This sentence here, what you align with, you are anchored to. I think one of the things that stops us when it comes to dreaming some big things for God, believing some big things over our life for God, believing some things over our work, over our family, is this whole issue with our alignment is just a little bit out of whack. I think we first need to have a dream awoken, but I think we also need to understand that our dream has to be aligned with Christ. I don't know about you, but I want to have a dream in my heart to see things happen that God wants to see happen. I don't know about you, but I want to chase after a dream that has come from God and not come from myself. Because I know that if I'm just chasing after things for myself, I'm never going to be satisfied. But I know that if we're in this place this morning and you're saying, you know what, I've got some things that I'm declaring over my life. I've got some things that I'm believing over my life. I actually want to be anchored to Christ. Because when we're anchored to Christ, our flesh might come and tempt us. Our flesh might say, oh, you need more money. Our flesh might say, oh, why don't you dream for this instead? But if we're anchored to Christ and when we align our thoughts with His, the closer we get to Him. And that's when He goes beyond with our dreams. I love that we serve a God that as we chase after Him, he comes and he draws near to us. I want to be aligned with Christ. This morning, I'm believing that we're going to have a dream awoken in our hearts again. But I'm also believing that it's going to be a dream that isn't just for our personal gain, that isn't just for our looks, isn't just for our bank accounts, but it's about the kingdom of God. I want to go beyond. Come on, who wants to go beyond? I want to say that Verse in Acts 2, 17. Again, it says, God says, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. This is what I believe. 
a dream that is not aligned with the Spirit is just a wish. I'm going to say that one more time. A dream that is not aligned with the Spirit is just a wish. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to waste my time wishing for things. I want to be seeking revelation for the things that I want to see happen in my life. Like that scripture that I read just then, young men, old men, all in between. There's something that I'm, I've been believing, I've been praying for over this morning for quite a while now. If I can have the keys up as well. I believe that this morning as dreams are being awoken, as we're being aligned with Christ, that we're going to see things happen that go beyond what we would normally expect. And this is our vision Sunday, this is our, our vision service, and, and well, it's not our vision service, but it's our vision series. And what I want to see is that we're not just sitting down and, and, and we're getting these good thoughts and that sort of thing. I actually think we need to have a physical response to what is happening internally. Like I said with Holly, how she basically boxes me at night and she basically nearly knocks me out. Something externally is happening because something internally is so great. And what I think has happened for far too long is maybe you're sitting in this church and you've been coming for such a long time and you've just been believing less, you've been declaring less, you've been seeking less because you not really see it come to fruition. But this morning, I really believe that as God awakens some dreams, that He's actually going to awaken you as well, that things are about to be awoken in this place. Come on, awoken in our city, awoken in our families, awoken over our lives in Jesus' name. So what I wanted to do is, can we all stand up right now? The reason why I believe that God wants us to be declaring and believing and dreaming things after the kingdom of God is because Jesus went over and beyond for us. Is that He actually first demonstrated going beyond for us. And there's people in this room that are from other churches that I've spoken to over the past couple of weeks that have seen great revivals. There's people in this church that have seen amazing things happen in Adelaide and have seen like some, th- some crazy things happen in Murray Bridge. And, and there's been some people that have witnessed moves of God. And it's almost like this morning, I really believe that God is just saying, hey, I'm going to awaken that dream again. Let's believe for that again. Let's actually believe that that is not in the past, but that God wants to do something again. Can I use your dream? Can I go beyond? Can I go beyond with your dream? And there might be some people here that have had family members and you've been sitting at the back and you've been seeing them worship. And then as the years go by, you've seen them not even come into church anymore and you've been seeing them get further and further away and there's been something in your heart where you're saying, hey, I, I know that I need to start believing again. I know I need, I need to start dreaming again. I know I need to start pressing, be pressing in again. I know I need to start seeing God go above and beyond what I'm dreaming for in my life. There's people here that have seen amazing things, that want to see amazing things, that, that have got had answers to prayer. Maybe you're here and you haven't seen that and, and you're getting deflated. Well, this morning, would you have a dream awoken? Would you be open to have a dream awoken to see God pour out His Spirit? Ephesians 3.20. The end of this. Get the end of this. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask, think, or imagine according to His power, 
that is at work within us. It's not according to your might. It's not according to you. It's according to the power that is within you. It's no longer the flesh, but it is the spirit that is in you. I want to be awoken this morning. And what we're about to do is we're about to kind of see Larry the Lobster a little bit. We're about to do something that we haven't done before or haven't done in a long time. But just as I was praying and and believing over last week, what I saw is I saw a picture with that verse that I was talking about how young men will see visions, old men will dream dreams. And something happened when I think I was sitting legitimately right about literally where Alan was or Jesus. And I had this picture that this church was standing arm in arm right next to each other, different ages, different generations, and that there is a dream being awoken again in our church for our city, for the areas that we're serving, for the areas that we live, that there is a dream being awoken again, and that young men will see visions, young women will see visions, old men will dream dreams. And what I wanted to do right now is I wanted to to see us actually step out and have an external reaction to what God is doing internally and what He's kind of speaking to us. And there's a dream being awoken right now. I even just feel that there's been dreams being awoken even as I speak. And what I wanted to do is I just wanted to ask us as a church if we would just respond right now and say, you know what? I might have been believing some things over my life, but it's been in the flesh. You know, I've had a dream before, but it hasn't come to pass. So I'm just going to let that slide. But actually this morning, if, if you want to be as bold and, and say it with, with our church to step out and say, you know what? I actually want to dream again. I actually want God to go above and beyond in my life. I want to, to reach out. I want to not chase a dream, but I want to chase my Savior so I can get revelation for my life. I want a dream. I want a vision. I want a desire. I want a godly desire. I don't want to be anchored to my flesh. I want to be anchored to my Savior. I don't want to be deflated or distracted. I don't want to be stopping at the destination of dreaming, but I want to see God do beyond immeasurably what I can do with myself. So if you're here this morning and you're saying, I want to dream again, or you're saying, you know, I want to align my dreams with His presence, with His grace, with who He is, if you want to stand arm in arm, then what I would ask is that if you just come out of your seats and come down to the front or fill the aisles as we stand side by side with generations and believe for things to happen and go beyond what we can do in ourselves. Now, I'm not going to force things. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to do any of that. But if you want to see something go beyond what you normally see, then I believe that we actually first need to have an an experience where we're actually stepping out externally to see what has internally come to pass. So come on, if that's you, why don't you just come down and maybe even like stand in your aisles or or whatever it is, but why don't we just have a a time where we're actually going, you know, I'm going going to step out of myself. I'm going to step out what I want, what what I thought, but I actually want to step into what God wants for my life. You know, if you're here and you've had a, a dream and it's deflated you, you've been here and you've been crying out the same thing over and over again. I'm believing that as we get anchored to Christ, that as we step out of our flesh, that we'll see God go beyond.
deeper, if that's you, as people are coming down, why don't you just start to say, God, birth in me a fresh dream. God, I want to go beyond. Lord, would you take me deeper? If you're here and you're saying, you know what? I feel like God is birthing a new dream in my heart or that God is awakening an old dream and you're wanting it to be aligned with Christ and you want your flesh to stay down, you want your flesh to stay dead and you want to be aligned with Christ with this dream. And you're saying, you know what, God, this morning I feel like you're birthing something in me. Would you awaken this dream so that I can see it be outworking in my life? I don't just want to wish things. I don't just want to hope for things. But God, I want to declare and press in and believe for some things to happen in my life. If that's you, with everyone's eyes closed, would you just lift your hands up to heaven right now? You're saying, God's birthing a dream. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, hands are going up all over this place. You're saying, I want a dream awoken right now. Come on, why don't you pray with me, church? Lord, I ask that we will be a people that doesn't just wish, that doesn't just chase these dreams or chase these thoughts, But God, I ask right now, Lord, that we chase you. That, Lord, as we get closer to you, as we get anchored to you, God, I pray that you go beyond what we can ask, think, dream, or imagine. Lord, would you do in me a new work? Holy Spirit, I just pray, would you rise these dreams right now? Awaken fresh revelation. Holy Spirit, would you start to wake us up to not be stuck at the destination of dreaming, but to see our surroundings and be used by you. God, I pray that we will be diligent dreamers. Holy Spirit, I just speak to every individual that's reaching out to you that has a dream. God, I pray as it's aligned with you. Holy Spirit, I ask that in the name of Jesus that you go beyond. Oh, Lord, would you go beyond? In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us this week. If you wish to connect with us, please send an email to info at life.house or come and see us at 170 Adelaide Road, Murray Bridge. And remember, the door is always open for you at Lifehouse. God's house, our home.